I basically wanted to learn guitar because I was writing um, my, and I asked my dad, I finally gave in. My dad had been wanting to teach me guitar forever and I'd been like, Ugh, no, that's your thing, whatever, you know, just typical child. And, um, and then I had been like writing poetry for a while and I was like, maybe this could be a song. That was singer-songwriter Meredith Edgar. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco, a podcast all about the artists, activists, and small businesses that make this city what it is. One of the best things about 2023 for me was discovering Meredith. Friend of the show, Dara Kosberg, introduced us to Meredith when Dara did short stand-up comedy bits between Meredith's music sets at the right spot. And I was hooked immediately. I sat down with Meredith at the Royal Cuckoo Organ Lounge for a special chat that comprises this episode. Look for part two next week, which may or may not contain a bonus music track or two. Here's Meredith. I was born in San Francisco. My my family, my parents lived in the city when I was born. They had been for a bit. yeah, I was born at San Francisco Children's. Um, what but, decade are we talking? Uh, I was born in 83. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know when San Francisco Children's closed down, but um, yeah. or changed into something. I don't even know if it's a different hospital I now, think it's Benioff probably. somewhere, somewhere oh, okay. or other. Okay. Also, that's just a guess, because yeah. everything's Benioff. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, it's a Benihana now. Um, Ooh, <laughs> I think that's more fun. That would be really fun. Um, yeah, and then... Yeah, family moved uh, kind of to the south to be closer. To, my parents were both from the south. Mm. Moved uh, supposedly anyway to be closer to fa- uh, extended family there. Lived there for a while. Lived in the northeast for a while. Eventually moved back to the South Bay. So that's where I spent most of my childhood. Wound up being like in the South Bay, and then okay. I moved up to the city again in my early twenties. Since it's a little closer to home, where in the South Bay, and, and can you tell us about what that was like? I mean, your prior experience was a little bit like extremes of the South and the Northeast, and, yeah. then, and then now you're in California. Yes. It's gotta be different, right? Yeah, it was very, it was all, everything was very different from everything else. Like all of mm. the places I lived mm-hmm. very, definitely felt very different, had very different experiences. Um, and then, yeah, moving back to California, like how old were you when this happened I think we moved back when I was around eight okay so like you're like second or third grade or something like, third like that grade, yeah. okay so um I don't know honestly that started a pretty difficult period of my life but oh, no um, yeah but um uh just I don't know it's a hard age and there was other yeah. stuff going on yeah um but um but yeah but it was nice to be in kind of a more like I, we had lived in Pennsylvania for a while previously to that, and mm-hmm. it was nice to be in a more like diverse kind of place. You yeah. know, that was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you end up? You, so did you end up like going to middle school, high school down there? Yeah. Or? Yeah, like in, like in Mountain View, Sunnyvale, Cupertino, like that. Okay. Area. Yeah. Okay. Did you come to the magical city that you? were told you were born in like as a kid yes yeah. and what were your impressions of i loved it here and wanted to live here like this was where i felt like to me it was it always 
I, I was very proud of having been born in San Francisco. You're like, and yeah, I, bitches. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my, my, you know, parents made it feel special and like that was a really cool, you know, cool thing. They mm-hmm. loved the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I know they've missed a lot of things about living here and mm-hmm. stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, we would, we would come up and visit when we lived in the South Bay. We would come up and visit and like uh, go to the zoo and go to museums and just go walk around, go to like Chinatown, get dinner, oh, yeah. get dim sum. And um, yeah, I have a lot of really great memories of coming up here as a kid. This would have been like 90s. Yeah, like yeah, around. like early like early 90s, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So my brain has now forked because I'm I'm <laughs> starting to now wonder like when did playing instruments and or singing enter your life? But I'm also like yeah. when did when, when did you also this is the fork is like <laughs> when did you not just decide like oh I I like this place an hour or so up the road but like mm-hmm. I want to be there. Yeah. So you take your pick, whichever one you want to. Well, music um, was just always a really integral part of my experience, just Mm. in my family. Like my my parents have very eclectic, some at times eccentric taste in music. So um, I grew up with um, just there was always music around like in the car at home my dad played guitar and would sing to me and I would sing harmonies with them like from a really young age I was singing yeah um and um yeah and I started playing violin when I was like four and um eventually like junior high like joined the school choir took some classical voice lessons outside of school then high school was when I started um learning to play guitar and then uh, and writing songs and like playing those out like I started playing open mics at coffee shops when oh, I was 14 in, in high school yeah. oh, early in high school yeah. right like okay yeah down in the South Bay or in, in the, the South city? Bay yeah there was a there was a place called Red Rock Coffee I think it's still there in downtown Mountain View okay um and they had a Monday night open mic and I went there I started going there when I was 14 and like playing playing covers and eventually playing my own stuff and that was like a really a really huge part of my uh like teenage experience was going there wow yeah do you remember the (laughs) the first time (laughs) (laughs) i do because it actually for some reason the open mic wasn't happening that night like the host wasn't there Mm -hmm. and um just me and like one other person showed up oh and they and the people who were working there just let us just like go ahead and play like, like no, no, no application audience? or anything. No, no application. A bunch of my friends had come. Oh god, because <laughs> <laughs> I said I was gonna go. So like a bunch or not a bunch, but but you know, I, uh, but a few of my friends had mm-hmm. had showed up. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm doing this. I was super super nervous, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Yeah, it was it was great. Were yeah. you nervous to like hit, hit that first note or anything? Oh was yeah. It, it, and then, then what happened? And then I didn't die, so it yeah. got a little better each time. Again, <laughs> I know? can confirm that Meredith is alive. <laughs> mostly, mostly, probably alive. Unless this is a really elaborate hallucination. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Too. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a there's a common experience to like any kind of public. I'm in front of everyone and I'm doing a thing like no matter and a lot of people are like no matter how many times they do it there's mm-hmm. that 
adrenaline and and it comes out as nerves and sweat and all this weird stuff and then you start and you're like and this is fucking easy yeah not easy but like this is this is it this is just the thing yeah 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 totally i mean at this at this point i get i get nervous in kind of specific scenarios like Mm. it's um Either if something's going on in my life and I'm just not feeling confident for the most part in general, then mm. I might be like, like, I don't know if I'm going to do the best job tonight. And I might right. be a little nervous. Um, most often, though, if I, mo- for me, performing at this point is the most comfortable, like the most comfortable thing for me just because overall just because it's like it's like where I feel most myself, like the part of myself that I actually like. Yeah. Um, and I'm like proud of and stuff, which is like really hard for me to say out loud, but that's the, that's what it is. And um, but if if either there's someone there that night or day, I guess, who I actually where I actually I really care about what they think of me. Mm, yeah. <laughs> either like there's someone cute <laughs> who comes coming out, and I'm like, oh no. Um, or if I'm like playing with. Uh, either playing with or like opening for like a band or musicians who I really look up to or mm-hmm. something and I mean I play with all like amazing people so like everyone intimidates me a little bit <laughs> but the people who I don't know as well maybe right um like yeah I get really then I'll get really nervous yeah and if I'm trying to finger pick like my hands will be shaking I'm like, yeah oh, no. oh um, not a good time yeah for that. yeah that's, that still happens, but other than yeah. that, it's like my my happy place. You know? Yeah, what you were saying about that, about like feeling like the most like yourself when you're performing, I feel like I hear that. I'm not a performer, but I, I hear that from certain people, and that must be really awesome to be like, well, at least I, I have that, right? Yeah. Like, you didn't necessarily, I mean, I know your dad was he played and stuff, but you didn't necessarily have to find that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm guessing you're grateful for it. <laughs> I'm very grateful. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, actually, I know I had a really, like this last month, um, so my, I mean, just something that affected that for me though recently, like my, my dog passed away at the end of September. I'm very, yes, very, I'm very sorry thank you. about that. Thank you. Yeah. And then that was like really like the hardest personal experience. I've, had difficult personal experiences in my yeah. life, but that has wound up being like the hardest thing I've ever gone through. Yeah. And um, pretty much all through October, I had like 13 gigs in October, oh. which for me is is a, like a, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I play a lot, but 13 was still like a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually found myself having a really hard time performing. Mm. And it was the first time that's ever happened to me. Um, like where I was going, going up and try and singing and mm. feeling kind of detached and like mm. not, and I was actually really kind of starting to worry like, is this just how it is now? Am I mm. gonna get that back? And then mm. luckily, like the last couple of weeks, I've had some like I've had a couple of really, really fun gigs where I felt more present and grounded. So I feel like I'm getting back to that place where it's like just as long pretty much as long as I've been performing, like, going and performing has been, like, my refuge and, like, yeah. my way of 
no matter what else was going on, I go play a show. Even if I'm like tired or I'm grumpy or I'm depressed or whatever, I can go. And yeah, like you were saying earlier, it's like as soon as the fir- we hit the first note, then I'm like, this is good. I'm good. Like this is exactly where I need to be. This is what I need to be doing right now, and I always feel better. Yeah, it's like a click. It, yeah, you, and you get into the thing, and then if it's a good show. Yes. Kind of euphoric, right? right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cathartic, euphoric, like all that stuff. All of those things. Yeah, yeah for sure. So I'm, so I'm glad to be finding that again. Um, cause it, yeah, I had a kind of a hiatus from that for a minute, and it was a little scary, but yeah. I feel like, I feel like I'm back in it now. So I'm awesome. very grateful, cause yeah, it's very valuable. But I also want to rewind to when you were 14. And you played that open mic. Like, how did we? How did we get from that open mic? And you said there were more after that. But like, how did we get yeah. from that to like, I do this instead <laughs> of so it's a thing I do. In between. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, yeah and, it, and, I mean, and if your move to San Francisco is part of that, then. It wasn't quite, yeah, moving to San Francisco wasn't really that. I was just ready to not be, like, in the suburbs and yeah. stuff. I just didn't really, my my friends and I drove up to the city so frequently, and I love As, like, teenagers? As teenagers. As, like, teens, in late teens, and, yeah. Early I gotta days. know where y'all were coming, though. Um, mostly, <laughs> mostly, we used to go to a... a well, we would come up to go to shows and then go dancing, I guess. Yeah. I, I definitely went to the Cocodri a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we would go we would go to Pop Scene at yes. 330 Rich. Yes. I because it was that. 18 and up. Right, right. So there may have been some underage drinking in the car beforehand. Of but course. Maybe, you can edit that out if that's a problem. Um, required. <laughs> it's required. Just like... Yeah. Were you going to pop scene in the early, I hate, the like 2000s, aughts, whatever? Yes. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me oh, too. Cool. I, I moved here in 2000, and I guess I was lucky enough to find that through a friend, and I was like, this is part of, for me, the charm of like moving here was pop scene and yeah. 1984 at the Cat Club? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, Went to that so too. we've been in a lot of the same yes. things. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Leisure as well once they started that I think that might have been later I mean they're still doing it but it might have been a little later like Britpop stuff yeah and then pop scene is at Rickshaw now I believe I don't I know if it's the same so. people, but it is. And then 1984 is still going at the Cat Club. Cat Club. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Okay. Yeah, so fun. So but you guys were driving up yeah, from the South Bay. Yeah, we were coming up for, yeah, for shows and sometimes, like, I guess event- eventually, like, past 18 and stuff, like some house parties and stuff like yeah. that. But we were coming up a fair amount, and I just really, you know, preferred being up here. Yeah to being down there yeah and um so once yeah once once i moved up here i wasn't really i'm trying to think um it took me a while before i started playing music up here okay when i first moved up here i still was kind of like part of a band in the south bay okay um but then but it was too tricky to get down there for like rehearsals and gigs eventually after you moved yeah stuff like that so, yeah. let's hear a little bit about that band please was that <laughs> like your, your first band or it was I think it 
was like my first real band. Yeah. What did uh, you do in the band? We were, called, we were called Tin Cat. Tin Cat. We played very many different kinds of music. <laughs> like, we could not, there was just, there were, you know, I think, what, there was, let's see, how many of us? Like five of us? Okay. Like, yeah, I think there were like five of us in the band, and like four four of us were singer songwriters. So, and we we're so we we're all bringing songs, like, and we all had totally different styles. And um, yeah, I mean, it mashed up in a in a nice way. Like, you know, so I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely became a better guitarist playing with those those mm-hmm. guys, mm-hmm. and. Um, had a lot of fun like and they're all just like wonderful people wonderful musicians and but um yeah once i moved up here it was just harder to yeah get down there and um did you um, think about trying to form up something up here with people or i did eventually um oh. honestly i was the the first couple years i was up here i was in a really bad relationship and that mm. kept me pretty isolated mm-hmm. um and so i didn't do it really any music stuff when that was happening okay and then once i got out of that then i started playing again and writing again and that was kind of yeah. when things started yeah that was when things kind of yes. started picking up okay yeah. and can we date like when did you move here it would have been uh, like oh five or something. Like oh, uh, I think oh four. Oh four. Okay. Oh three or oh four or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're like twenty one. I was like twenty one. Yeah. Okay. Where yeah. did you live? Did you work up here? I have so many I questions. I did. <laughs> for a while, I worked in um, I worked at uh, Macy's in Union Square for a oh, bit in the cosmetic wow. department. Yes. Um, Amazing. That was. I met some amazing people working there, mm-hmm. like some wonderful, had some had some really wonderful coworkers, like a couple of whom I'm still friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but, but also working there was also, was also terrible. Um, <laughs> I understand how things can be both. Yeah. Yes, it was. It's, it's always like you, the job is terrible, the, or the, like whoever you work for. And I have like best friends for life. Yeah. It's like commiseration. It's shared trauma, right? Yeah, it totally. Really totally. <laughs> or just shared loathing of you know where you have to spend like eight or so hours yes, a day yes because it's if like if you were alone you're like am i totally insane yeah am i the one am i the problem yeah. but you have other people and you're like oh yeah well uh at least we're all together yes totally. yeah yeah i had some really wonderful um co-workers there so, so i'm glad we had each other um and I'm sorry, you said Macy's, and now I'm thinking about the kitties and puppies. Yes. Oh, so, right, especially sorry. because tis the season. It, it um, literally. So, actually, <laughs> so the, the counter where I worked, there was a storage closet, like, right behind our counter. Mm-hmm. Um, or it was usually a storage closet, but when it was time for the SPCA to have the, like, kittens and puppies yes. in the windows for the holiday, you know, rescue or ad- adoptions and stuff, yes. that storage closet turned into the the kitty closet the kitten closet it was a closet full of kittens oh my god and so like on my breaks when i should have been going and probably like eating or you know sitting down or something i would like go in there and get to like just hold kittens and it was so hard not to i remember going home to my roommates and being like do we need a kitten yeah (laughs) they were like i think someone was oh sweet mose allison that makes me happy um uh, yeah, I always yeah. imagine myself in scenarios like that, and this is why I don't let myself go to the SPCA or the 
I imagine Pee Wee Herman that I would do that. I'd be the one like setting them all free yeah, and be like, yeah. come with me or don't, but get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except in the SPCS, they are probably, I mean, whatever, they're, they're probably. Well, I don't know. I figure they're probably safer there for the, the most def- part than they are in the streets. Hundred percent. Streets of San Francisco. Yeah, it's but, totally um, true. But, but yeah, but yeah, that so was yeah, a, that was like, a highlight. You had a front row to that. I did. And and I guess access to yeah. that closet. A kitten fell asleep on me yeah. during one of my breaks, and I was just looking at, and at my manager like, like I can't come back work. to work. What am I supposed to do? You can't go back to work. It's uh, asleep on my body. That's absurd. Okay, so it is now the, well, well, we'll move beyond your arrival here to when you picked up music again. You said there was a little bit of a break. Yeah. And then you picked up music again, so. Yeah, so I think probably like 2000, I'm guessing 2000, like, six, seven, something like that. Okay. Probably. Okay. Maybe 2006, like, started writing again and and playing playing out a little bit um so like yeah i think between like 2006 and 2000 mm, like eight or so i was like kind of getting back into like playing out and stuff just like solo just solo shows and playing your own music or mostly my own and and some covers mixed in okay when did the writing of original music start was does that go back to south bay around 14 around my my when i was okay around the open mic era i'm gonna call it (laughs) yeah i I started i i basically wanted to learn guitar because i was writing um my, and I asked my dad, I finally gave in. My dad had been wanting to teach me guitar forever, and I'd been like, Ugh, no, that's your thing. <laughs> Whatever, you know, yeah. just typical mm-hmm. child. And, mm-hmm. um, and then I had been like, writing poetry for a while and I was like maybe this could be a song and then and so I was I like was right around when I turned 14 and I had this little I remember it was like little purple like tiny like you know kind of pocket sized notebook or whatever that I was writing all of my like very emotional very long winded oh yes if you can imagine um poetry in there and then I was like yeah, I was like, I think I want to, I want to start making these into songs. Yes. And so, um, but I didn't want to have to rely on anyone else to back me up. Mm. Like I wanted to just be able, wanted to be self-sufficient, wanted to be able to like just play my own stuff. That's whether or not, and not yeah. have to like find someone to help right. or make it possible. So, so yeah. So I finally went to my dad and was like, okay, I think I want a guitar. <laughs> Would you please teach me how to play guitar? And, um, <laughs> And he taught me like a handful of chords, and then I kind of locked myself in my room for the summer, and then came out and was like, "Okay, I can do some stuff." Yes. Um, I wasn't amazing by any means, but I could like, <laughs> I you know, I could play like five chords and write yeah. some stuff. So. Where do you think that sense of independence came from? Well. Or. <laughs> yes, please take a drink. <laughs> take another drink. Because <laughs> um, I think at a, I mean at a young age, yes, it could come just like. You know, teenager oppositional stuff. Yeah, I, I, or there might be I agree, else. but I yeah. In my case, I do think um, they're kind of my uh, my. Uh, I love my family. 
it's a, it, they're complicated, but uh, they're not really not a lot of boundaries there. Oh. And um, I think I was at an age where I was just like I needed to distinguish like I am me, like I am me, and I didn't want everything that I did to be. I wasn't fully con- like I see this now. I wasn't fully conscious of it at the time or anything, sure. but sure. Um, I think I was like trying to just be like. I can. I want this to be my thing. Like as an identity. <laughs> yes. Forming very an identity. Much. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not just part of this like cyborg system. I'm like I am. I am me, and that's not. And all of me does is not the same as you. And whatever. right. Yeah. Like, you're not. You're not totally these weird people who gave birth to you and. Yeah. Fed you for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. I think I just wanted to be able to go and do stuff on my own. Um, but yeah, but also, also I'm sure had some like, kind of just like, don't, don't rely on people, don't like Mm. get to, um, uh, you know, make sure you can like do stuff for yourself Mm -hmm. kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. Do you have siblings? I do. Okay. It's also a little complicated, but I do. I have a, so I... That you grew um, up with? Bro- yes, okay. yeah, yes and no. Okay. Um, I have a, a brother who's six years younger than me, who I did grow up with. Who was, he was um, born when uh, my family lived in Georgia. Okay. And um, and he's a phenomenal like cartoonist and just visual oh. artist, like yes. really wonderful. Um, and then I do have a sister who. I did not grow up with, but she's a year older than me. Okay. Um, I didn't. It's. It is. It's a. It's a. That's a whole other podcast. But I. Yeah. yeah didn't. I met. Found out about her and met her when I was eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And she actually. And we've been very close since then. Like very very close. Um. But she like. She cuts my hair now, except oh. for the bang trim that I just gave myself two days ago. Sorry, Sasha. Sorry, um, <laughs> because I couldn't stand it anymore. And uh, listeners will be seeing pictures. So <laughs> good yeah. visual. Please don't judge my sister's uh, um, haircutting abil- abilities um, by <laughs> my current bang situation. I just couldn't. I couldn't see through the hair. Mm. Um, but uh, she did my like hair and makeup for a music video that I filmed at the makeout room like, oh, earlier nice. this year. Oh, nice. and, um, so she's very around talented, also, very wonderful. Yeah. Like in, in the Bay she's, area Yeah, in she's the in the North Bay. Okay. Yeah. I guess yeah. I'm always interested. Um, and I did read or hear something recently. It's like, it's not that I don't believe in astrology mm-hmm. or do, um, but talking about like, uh, when you have siblings, like birth order and mm-hmm. things like that being like a big factor in your life, mm-hmm. maybe sometimes like, in a, you know, in addition to things like geography or the age of your parents or like mm-hmm. their backgrounds, I think. Um, and I'm one of, I'm the youngest of three. Okay. So I, and I'm very much the, like the prototype youngest. <laughs> so when uh-huh. I was asking about independence, like where it's coming from for me is like, mm-hmm. I had to learn independence. I had to learn what it means to be alone, but not be lonely. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm sure. always fascinated. My, my wife is, she has half siblings that she didn't grow up uh-huh. in a house with. Uh-huh. So effectively she's an only child and like, she's always been way better at that. Sure. Whereas it's been something that I've had to learn and I'm 
pretty okay and good with it now. But anyway, I'm just yeah. I'm always fascinated to hear different perspectives. Yeah, I think that kind of thing is so is really fascinating and definitely um, yeah, and, and meeting my sister and then having uh, the relationship that we do has been very interesting. Uh, As experience in like nature versus nurture and like yeah. we have a lot of similarities but then we also grew up in some ways similarly and in so many ways very differently mm-hmm. um, but we definitely have like a lot in common and it feels like we speak the same language a lot of the time and like no one else does it's one of those really Almost amazing like things yeah well, we're, we're barely a year apart yeah we're kind of like Irish twins Irish so, twins um, yeah but uh, but yeah it is funny because I was I grew up you know, effectively, like in my family home was the older sibling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by quite a bit, by like six years. Mm-hmm. But then I, yeah, met my sister and it was like, and suddenly I felt very much not the oldest sibling just compared, because I just, I met her and I was immediately like, just like in awe of her and like yeah. looked up to her and was just like, oh my god she's like so beautiful and so charming and everyone Mm. loves her and all this (laughs) stuff and if she if she hears this she'll probably be laughing she's heard it before (laughs) we've talked we've talked through this stuff a lot (laughs) um but yeah very much like immediately felt like yeah um yeah like i went super impactful to meet her yeah yeah for sure. And continues to be yeah, kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love her to pieces. We're like very close and very very, very grateful that um even though it was a it was a real weird way to find out that you have a, a full blood sibling. Uh, yeah. but I but I do but I'm so grateful that yeah, that it eventually did happen. Wish it had happened sooner. Mm, right. Wish my parents had been the ones to tell me. That would oh, have been cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but so here we, we are. But here we are. Here we are. Yeah. That was Meredith Edgar. Part two with Meredith drops next Tuesday wherever you listen to podcasts. Music for Storied San Francisco was produced, performed, and curated by Otis McDonald. Aaron Lim of Bitch Talk Podcast is our contributing producer. And the show is produced and hosted by me, Jeff Hunt. Now in our sixth season, we have more than 200 episodes available on our website, storiedsf.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're able to, please rate and review the show, and drop us a line at storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Keep rejecting those silly doom loop narratives about our city, Stay wacky, weird, healthy, and creative. And we'll see you next time on Storied San Francisco. We acknowledge and respect the first humans of the unceded land we call San Francisco, the Ramaytoshaloni. We condemn the genocide of these and other tribes across the Western Hemisphere. We honor their legacy and history and we support rematriation and sovereignty efforts. This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcasts.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.